Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Join us this Saturday night for Friendo Fest 24, our very first 24-hour live stream at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We'll be doing live watch-alongs, playing video games with friendos, and having some special guests planned to drop by. Go follow and hang out, yeah? Hey, Friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, WWE may be preparing to hit the road and a Viking Raider is likely to be on the shelf till next year. But first, it's boss time for the Star Wars universe. Larson, what's in the news? Uh, so back in February, uh, the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast reported that Sasha Banks, the boss, the blueprint, shot some scenes for season two of the highly acclaimed, oh. at least Emmy-nominated, maybe Emmy-winning, I don't pay attention to awards stuff that much anymore, Mandalorian, of course, that's all set Star Wars universe. A trailer for the newest season dropped today, and sure enough, Sasha appears in a couple shots, and it seems like, based on the voiceover that accompanies her uh, shots, she might be a Jedi, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty rad. Uh, yeah, this is cool stuff. I watched the trailer this morning. Man, when are you going to finish that series, the, the season one, man? Well, this 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 uh, upcoming season starts October 30th, so I guess I got to watch it, finish it all before then. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen like the first three episodes of Miles to start all over. It's truly um, outstanding, and in fact, it's been nominated for Outstanding Drama Series 2020. But did it win any? I knew I knew it was nominated, but did it win? I, I, did that already happen? Hmm. Did the Emmys already happen? I don't know, man. I don't pay attention to Emmy Awards shows anymore. 2020. Sunday. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, wow. This Sunday. This Sunday. Find oh, out, Larson. All right. all right. There you go. <laughs> so you got, you got, I'm going to, as far as pro wrestling implication is this, let's, let's talk about this. So, uh, Hell in a Cell is October 25th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and speculation is we'll see Sasha versus Bailey at that particular pay-per-view. You got the Mandalorian season two dropping five days later. Uh, would WWE endeavor to make Sasha the SmackDown with champion to help promote her appearance in this particular program yesterday? Well, I, I, I'm not going to s- speculate. I'll just ask you this. Let's look back in history when other uh, wrestling stars of your have had outside high-profile WWE projects. Uh, have they been 
more prone to to put championship titles on them. I know to promote their own markets, like in the case of Jinder Mahal, he became WWE champion because they were trying to promote their product in India. I'm trying to think, obviously, there's been any number of... Uh, I mean, the big show came back to promote his Netflix show uh, of his own name. He uh, lost in a pretty fun bout against Drew McIntyre on the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, featuring her in a prominent spot is probably enough. I don't think that they would change their actual championship, especially with a program like this. I don't think they would necessarily change their championship title plans based on something like this. However, that doesn't mean she won't win at Hell in a Cell. I don't know if they would necessarily change plans so much as if they look at the schedule and see, all right, well, this lines up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying they'll change things wholesale because, I mean, I hope they wouldn't. Um, They should do what's best for the story to try to tell. Although this is WWE we're talking about, so that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how large a role Sasha has in The Mandalorian Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty high-profile uh, role to land. Um, and uh, it's, 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 it's great for her. And if, I, you know, if the WWE thinks that putting the title on her to coincide with this being released means more exposure for her and thus for the company... I mean, they'll do it if it lines up with the story they want to tell. I just don't think there's any precedent. I, I, I haven't seen there be any like, oh, well, this guy's got a movie coming out. John Cena's got a movie coming out. Let's put the title on him to do that. Well, here's the thing is is when in the past those situations have happened, like when Hogan was a no-holds-barred, he came back, they put the title on Hogan because he's Hogan. Yeah. Uh, when John Cena was in the Marine, that was like, you know, when he first started getting really popular mm-hmm. if they put the belt on it's probably more so because he was getting really popular as yeah. opposed to he was in a movie yeah. i just don't know i don't know if there's actually any hard evidence to suggest that it's better to market a wb superstar's appearance to something if they're champion versus there, there's not. also this to know. consider there's no guarantee she's gonna be in the first episode it might be a month afterwards yeah. it might be two yeah. months afterwards because there's i think there's probably 10 episodes or 10 to 12 episodes of this uh for season two so, uh, so yeah, looks fun though, man. Mandalorian, really great stuff. Uh, I don't think it really gives us too much of a clue into whether or not Sasha Banks is going to win that title at Hell in a Cell. I think you probably have to look at the story itself uh, that they're telling to see to to, to formulate yeah. an opinion on that one. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, one thing we do know though, Hell in a Cell is not going to be uh, in front of fans. However, that doesn't mean WWE isn't going to be uh, uh, isn't still looking to hit the road. Because shortly after WWE announced they'd be taking up residency at Orlando's Amway Center with the launch of Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome. Yeah, they should do something about that. Cause it's just Undertaker stuff, man. Reports, you're like, oh, man, we're going to get a lot of views today because the Undertaker. <laughs> no, it's just Thunderdome. Uh, reports suggested their deal with uh, the arena, the Amway Center, ran through the end of October with an option to renew. But WrestleVotes is reporting WWE is still considering running shows elsewhere after their deal with the Amway Center expires. Uh, uh, WrestleVote says this. Over the past week or so, WWE assembled a small team to figure out if running TV from outdoors venues would be feasible once the Thunderdome contract expires. The idea is both SmackDown and Raw would be in the same location each week. Southern states with good weather is the preference. Uh, all to be determined. And then John Alba followed up tweeting that quote there are multiple outdoor venues wwe could explore in florida should it choose to once the thunderdome deal in orlando ends at the end of october 
The Mid-Florida Credit Union Amphitheater in Tampa immediately comes to mind, plus any other venues should they bring canopies. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's cool stuff. I wonder what that looked like. I, Thunderdome has been a pretty good success, man. I think that I would have preferred. Well, I think, I think we, we know what it'll look like. It'll look like AEW Daily's place. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, it's not at Daily's place, so it looked a little bit different. But, but that's uh, the template. That's the template. Yeah. I mean, if given the choice between the two of them, uh, I'd say Thunderdome's better, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know why you'd give it. Like, I think it looks great. I mean, look, I – Hurt business, you know. Everybody's talking about the hurt business uh, uh, from last night's Raw, mm-hmm. uh, taking on Retribution. It was a wonderful moment. Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre doing their studio, uh, their stereo uh, topes uh, oh, was, was great. Was really great stuff. Uh, uh, that needed to be in front of a crowd. It, it, the next best thing is Thunderdome. I'm not sure having. I mean, granted, come November, restrictions for better or worse. Uh, whether it adheres to science or not, will probably be further uh, lifted. And so instead of uh, 10 to 15% capacity, we might be looking at 25% capacity at that point. Yeah, potentially in Florida, at least. In Although Florida, you're, talking yeah. about, you're talking about fall, winter uh, time of year. That's traditionally cold flu season. Uh, we don't know uh, if or how much worse this is all going to be in, in fall or winter. Um, are, are we going to have a huge flare-up again? Not that it's actually ever subsided, but is it going to flare-up even more? Yeah. We just don't know these but things. But the bigger question, dude, is are those particular states going to do anything if they do flare-up? They, they're honestly, like, it just seems like at this point, they're like, well, whatever happens, happens. Whatever, you know, it is what it is. And so even if there's a flare-up, I don't know that the local, the, like, the, the, the local jurisdictions or whatever uh, are going to do, are going to change their strategy. Oh, we got to dial it back down. They seem to be uninterested in that. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. I mean, what we were in Nevada just two days ago, a couple thousand people in an indoors venue. You see like one mask for every thousand people, you know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's talk about this. It's kind of sad here. This is a bummer, man. So uh, yesterday, Wrestling Observer's Brian Alvarez reported that Ivar of the Viking Raiders, Hanson, of uh, War Machine uh, would be undergoing surgery on his neck following an injury he suffered uh, last week during a suicide dive spot on Raw. Today, WrestlingNews.co is reporting that Ivar, quote, will be out of action for at least a year and maybe longer. Mm-hmm. So that's a bummer, man. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, I, everything you just said is true. It's a bummer. Um, it's a bummer. It sucks. Hopefully, this won't be the situation where uh, uh, Ray Rowe, Eric, uh, will be left behind. Uh, maybe give him a repackage and, uh, you know, see what you can maybe do. Maybe not Viking, just general tough guy. You know, I mean, put him in Raw Underground, man. You know, give him a high boot. They need to really start structuring Raw Underground a bit more. They need, they need stories. They do have stories kind of specific to Raw Underground, but they always feel so half-baked. Um, well, there's not enough like, time make it to a let real them, thing. Yeah, and there's not enough time to let them breathe. Yeah, I mean, it all just seems up to Shane's whims, like whatever happens there. If he wants to stop the fight, fight, stop. You know? Yeah. It needs structure. It needs it needs, uh, it needs. needs something people are fighting for. Yeah. It seems like people just go there to blow off steam. That's what it seems like. <laughs> that's what, you know? That's what they There do. needs to be more yeah. to it. 
Yeah. You know, you're upset. Like, we've seen Hurt Business go in there twice. They're just upset. They go in there and beat a bunch of people. They feel better. We mm-hmm. saw it on uh, Monday, yesterday, with Braun. He's upset. He goes in there, beats a bunch of people, and maybe he feels better. I don't know. He just seems to have anger management issues right now from his character's standpoint. You, you, um, you know you know what could be cool? Like, if they continue along the path they're continuing, like, I, I the, the idea of Braun versus Dabakato is really cool. So, yeah. like, I'm interested in that for next week. Um, give everything a little bit more time. And I know I understand that the matches are meant to be as presented. We're supposed to understand that these matches are more brutal than what you get in Thunderdome. <clears throat> and so if you if you give us a bit more brutality, because right now it's just like, oh, Raw Underground is silly with the music and stuff. If maybe, I don't know, people bleed on a regular basis, then it might mean something. If Sasha says it's kind of like Hell in a Cell used to be if Sasha says, hey, or, or, or yeah, hey Bailey, let's take this to Raw Underground, and then it's like, yeah. whoa, like yeah, back in the day, barred. they can do whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. So like it, that's that's maybe one way you can use Raw Underground. You know, I mean, from the get go, Raw Underground has been a, a concept more than a fully fledged yeah, idea. Yeah, true. So if they want to advance the concept, they need to establish some ground rules for this little this little uh, universe within the larger WWE universe. What are the rules of the matches? You know, what leads Shane to call on someone a victor in one of those matches beyond the obvious knockout or, or someone passes out? Because yeah. someone just takes like five elbows and Shane's like, enough. Yeah. Well, there's there's Jack Daddy Ref in there. Why isn't he the one making that call? He should be making Who that has call. authority uh, in terms of the matches in Raw Underground? How are matches put together? They need to establish the ground rules for this little universe so we can buy into it fully. Without that, it's just like a novel concept that people just go in there and they, they're upset. Hey, I'm going to beat somebody up so I feel better. All right, done. See you later. And that's it. So Ivar's out for a year. <laughs> Ivar's out for a year. So Ray Rose probably going to be in Raw Underground. <laughs> or he's going to be taking a lot of L's. Hey, and like remember. Like we saw on Monday. This Saturday, speaking of taking L's, we're not going to be taking Z's. This Saturday, 24-hour uh, We'll be taking a lot of L's in Rocket League, though. <laughs> no, we're not, man. Listen, we're going to do this on our first game. And then we'll have the rest of the stream do whatever we want. Uh, this Saturday, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Join us. You'll have 24 hours to join us. You can you can join us. Go eat some food. Come back. We'll still be there. You can go sleep <laughs> for eight hours. We'll still be there. We'll still be there. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, a lot oh, of fun. Oh, man. Uh, uh, check that out. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.